Thank you for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have with us our entire party except for our druid, who is allegedly to be joining us sometime soon. But we just can't wait any longer. We have things to do and negotiations to unfold. So, let me introduce our party, starting with our Barbarian. Hey guys, this is Ku playing Pahokwi, the Yakfolk Barbarian. Our Fighter. Hey everyone, this is Nick Asnalos, the Triton Fighter. Our rogue. Hello, this is Elise playing Leonara the Furbog Rogue. Our warlock. Hey, it's your boy Cody playing Necro. And our bard. Hi, this is Lauren playing Vala the Asmar Bard. So, when we last left off, our party had just finished their third day of preparation. And we're waking up on the fourth day. Leonara had uh, kind of gotten some bad news in the morning, uh, Chet is aware that she broke into the Keep's vault for artifacts and stole some from him. He seems quite agitated, but they don't have much time to sort of dwell on this. It's time to eat breakfast and it's time to prepare themselves for the negotiations. And as you all sort of finish your morning rituals to do so, the horns blare and you hear that now's the time to go. What did you all do to last second prepare? Um, put on the dragon mantle that I borrowed from Chet. It's amazing how hindsight rephrases things. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, you weren't there. You don't. I wasn't. Um, I'm just standing. At attention on Chesapeake with uh, my lance up with the banner I had made attached to it. Uh, yeah. um, Go ahead. I don't do anything um, particularly special. Um, what uh, did you have stored in your uh, pearl? Oh. Don't remember, and I don't know if I wrote it down. Well, just was it, was it heroism? Yeah, right. it was heroism. Yeah, because yeah, of um, you have such a you're on it. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, Pahukwi, any special rituals before today, or before you leave your room? Um, I would just like to, I guess, pray to my ancestors for a good outcome. Okay. They send you their strength. Necro. Uh, is there any way I can uh, try to consult with the Raven Queen? Yes, you can. Give me a charisma saving throw. Fourteen. Uh, okay, so you spend the early morning sort of sitting on your bed uh, with your birds flying a halo around you. The room begins to chill. The mist begins to seep in through the stone walls, and the entire room that you're in seems to be like a, on a on a chilled and foggy moor in the morning. And peering through the fog and the cold, you hear a familiar whisper and a soft but cold palm on your shoulder. You open your eyes out of your meditation and you see standing before you is the visage of her herself, 
the Raven Queen. And she asks, what do you need from her? Yo, what's up, babe? Give her, uh, like, a little finger guns and a... Good to see you. Um, so I'm encountering the Black Dragon again from the bottom of, of that lake, and I'm wondering if you have any... Anything that I can I can use to help my my companions uh, possibly defeat this creature if we need. The moment you say the black dragon, you see her soft, sort of caring facial expression turn sour and with rage. This being has tried before to push her out of you. You're her pack being, and he tried to take that. She's livid. And she comes down on a knee and places a hand on either on both of your shoulders and opens her mouth and a sort of heavy fog rolls out and begins to envelop you. And you can feel it tighten almost like a constrictor gently tightening around you and then it releases after it's coiled entirely around you. And with that she like places a finger on her lips and one and like then puts it on your forehead you can feel a sort of icy uh, bite on your brow and she says think of me when that evil little lizard lays a hand on you and all of your friends will know my fury yes my queen and with that, she sort of turns away and uh, disappears into the fog. Yas Queen. For real. I, I don't even give her a Yas Queen and like snap my fingers to her. <laughs> she, uh, she sort of like throws a little hip into one of her steps before she fades out. My Queen, goddamn. Alright. Okay. Badass. So, and then so, that'll be it for me. Cool. So you kind of you guys group up, <clears throat> um, and uh, you all know where you're supposed to stand in these negotiations. You've been sort of rehearsed through that, so you know like you're supposed to go to near near the steps, near the ke- uh, the keeps gates or keeps doors, mm-hmm. um, and to stand in that location, and only to be, you know, to to speak up if you've feel you need to but to generally you know not act until it seems necessary all of you see necro and he almost looks like there's a small wisp of cloud shrouding him that you have to double take to see it's very translucent and unless you really focus on it you can't see it That's weird. I'm blessed, baby. So, you, uh... You will make your way to the courtyard and stand in your designated location. Before you is three full legions of the Felwyn soldiers in their perfectly polished armor in strong disciplined lines 
across the courtyard, there is four more legions. And atop the battled walls, or the uh, battlement walls, at the edge of the palace grounds, is a line of crossbowmen at the ready. You look up the stairs, and you can see Chet standing there proudly. In the shadows around every pillar near him, one of the sisters lies in wait. And behind your group directly at the back is the uh, father merchant from the port town that you all brought under a artificial shade held by a few of his servants. The court is quiet. Only thing that hears or that fills your ears is the trumpets at the gates at the edge of the capital city that get closer and closer and closer until they're just outside the palace grounds and the portocollis lifts very slowly but opens fully and brought in on a huge sort of stretcher-like platform held up by scores of those sort of watery skeleton zombies is the black dragon itself resting proudly with its head held high its chest puffed out um kind of having its arms rested like how a bulldog sort of uh, stereotypically walks uh but on the front end of that platform is one sitting on the edge a small robed figure sort of kicking its legs like a child off the edge and closer to the dragon's chest on the front of the platform is an iron wrought cage with a almost comedically large lock on it and inside is a beaten and battered triton woman that you all recognize as nalos's sister what's her name bentha belthin belthin damn it sorry sorry and as it enters and rests down the sort of maybe hundred or so of these beings sort of scatter around the platform and uh Chet looks down to you all and sort of gives you all a nod to make sure you're ready I'll give a nod back seeing Nalus do it I also give a nod I gave a nod as well so with that Chet stands up from his chair and forward with his arms held out wide and he bows his shoulders and head ever so gently in respect to the dragon and he says I welcome you good dragon of the lake Thalmas I welcome you to my home and the home of many that you see around and before you I welcome you to Felwind. And he sort of bows a little more deeply at that. Sort of brings his arms back together and takes a step back, but doesn't sit back down. And sort of leans out with a posed hand. I have asked you to come today, for you have sent me a grave tiding, one that makes me so on edge that, as you can tell, I felt the need to arm my courtyard at your arrival. The stories I've heard and the information I've received about you don't do you quite justice. You are indeed a magnificent being of your, well, brood. 
Black dragons are some of the most fantastic of, well, dragon kind. I am deeply honored to be in your presence, and I thank you for coming. I'd like to see us pass today as friends or allies, but I will make it known up front, as I'm sure that my soldiers are evidence for. I will not be disrespected in my home, and I will not be attacked or intimidated. Again, I aim to part as friends or allies, but should it be your choice for us to be enemies, I promise you, I will not find you wanting. With that, he sort of sits back down. The, uh, you can kind of feel the crowd of the soldiers seem, like, proud. Like, they're standing tall. They're sort of like, hell yeah. Like, we totally got this. We're not scared to death that we might fight a dragon here any given minute. But they know that their leader is behind them, and you can see that in them. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the dragon takes his turn to speak. And instead of this nice open posture that Chet gave, he almost leans down into one of his hands, placing his large head in its palm and letting his elbow bear the weight, pushing the platform into the dirt, digging into the ground. <sighs> well. Well. It is nice to be spoken gently to. It is nice to be complimented and thank you. I am also glad to be here and I also would like to part ways as allies or friends. But I sent that message with a very specific reason and it was to include all of this capital you call a grim warning that I am not to be crossed I am not to be pushed or neglected I will be respected for what I am and I give to those who know this triton in my care learned from me learned the arcane to a degree in which her people have never been enlightened And then I found that she had been attempting research, studies, outside of what I had taught her. And I knew that her brother worked for you. So I agree that I was grim. I agree that I may have been forward. And I will not apologize. But I want you and your little kingdom and those that frolic on your behalf to know, I will not be disrespected. And with that, he sort of relaxes again into a more lounging posture. Chet sort of steps forward and and sort of bows very deeply and apologizes and says, I'm sorry that... An acquaintance of someone connected to this kingdom roughly has disgraced you, disrespected you. Would I have your favor if I dispensed justice to her myself? 
Would that quell any budding frustrations between us? Would that perchance let us part today as allies, as friends? Not endeavor to either, but could trade, barter, exchange at need and want. And at that point, uh, the dragon seems to be mulling it over. And picks up the cage and holds it up high off the ground, close to his face level. Very well. And he sort of sets it down as far in front of him as he can and says, Show me that you mean what you say, O lord of this castle, emperor of these lands. Dispense your discipline before all of your subjects, and I will know that we are friends, allies. Then, uh, Nalus, you can see Chet looks down to you. And you can see a hesitation in him. And he raises a palm up high above his head. And then he brings it down with a great force. And a whip of magic lashes out from the, from the surrounding area near the cage. And grabs the cage. And then lifts it and slams it into the dirt. But instead of into the dirt... It lands into a circle of black magic, just almost colorless like the abyss. And the cage disappears. And the dragon stands on its forearms, leaving its back still uh, slanting. And he says, I know what you've done. I know your magic, you deceiver. You would lie to me. You did not kill that being. You sent it away. I asked for gratification. I wanted to see, and he points directly at Nalos, I wanted to see that Triton suffer and watch his family die for the good of this kingdom. And you denied me that. And he points again to Nalos and the party. What would you have had him do? Would you stand by this coward? Oof. Wait, so who who did he ask? Would you stand by this coward? He just pointed towards the party overall. But who is the coward? He's referring to Chet being a coward for falling through on what he promised. And what he promised was to kill... Nalos' sister. sister. Instead he, like, teleported her away. Were it my decision, we would have laid siege to you in your home. There would have been no meeting. With that, the dragon stands up on all limbs, and he sort of gestures with one towards the entirety of this courtyard. Does this man of the ocean speak for this whole kingdom? He speaks for us. Yeah, we got his back. And with that, the the soldiers sort of cheer with you all. 
and there's a commotion of yes and we stand by him and like people are like cheering his sort of name and you know we stand by the risen and riding tide and all that shit and it's kind of really awesome but it comes to a quell the moment the dragon stamps one of his palms onto the earth and says enough of this charade and facade you did not invite me here to be friends or allies you invited me to murder me and you will fall short in your goal and so with a beat of his wings he begins to try and take off but with that Chet is already ahead and he has spread his arms wide in a sort of cosmic beam of energy, sort of speckled with small white lights. Sort of dome appears across the keep's entirety. And Chet points at the dragon and says, You will not leave here until you have submitted or died. And with that, he issues the order to attack. As you all prepare yourselves to charge, the dragon does a couple of things. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and get your initiative orders ready. He grabs. And by that you mean roll? Yeah, like go ahead and get your initiatives and just don't, you know, keep them and I'll ask for them in a minute. But as sort of that magic traps him, he does a couple of things in quick succession. He grabs the small hooded figure. And the hood falls off, revealing it's the son, the the little lich child. And he crushes him in his palm. Uh, uh. And as the powder of bone leaves his hand, he points to Chet and says, I know what he was to you. And at that, Chet pauses in fear and falls apart. Like, literally, oh. cries. Oh no, was he his phylactery? What? 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 Do you say that? Yes. Do you know what a phylactery is? Yeah, we've had that explained oh. to us. Yeah, we That's had right. that yeah. conversation. <laughs> so, uh, apparently... Because Chet was just killed. Killed? Yeah, like, his you... robes fall to the ground, his bones fall into dust, and you see his soul fly into the ether. Oh, fuck. But the <clears throat> dome stays. Oh. <clears throat> Alright. And... After that, you hear a, a sound that I can't put together the words to describe because in all my years, I've never known sadness quite like what this portrays. But behind you, you hear the cry of a broken man. And those that look do not see a confident... But char- and charismatic businessman, but a man with nothing left to live for, cloaked in black plate mail armor, 
wielding a hand and a half sword and bearing a pair of fangs that look like they could rip your neck out. And he is actively charging past you all. At the same time, the dragon has pointed each of his five claws at the party from one hand. And from them, a pillar of magic erupts. Vala, make a con save. Okay. Oof. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, Karak makes a deck save and fails. Um, Chesapeake, make a uh, charisma save. Chesapeake makes a charisma save? Yep. Okay. Oh, thank you, Die. That's 17. Okay. Pohok, we make a wisdom save. <laughs> uh, that's a two? Okay. Um, Necro. Make a strength save. While he, while this dragon's casting this spell, can I do what the Raven Queen said to me and like think of her? Yes. While he, so I'm gonna do that. Okay. Okay. While so, I do so, a strength save, do yeah, I still do that? Strength, yeah, we'll do both of those back to back. So make the strength save. I'm gonna resolve all these effects, and then we'll let you sort of call your your patron forward. Cool. So eleven on the save. Yikes. Yep. All right, and an intelligence save on uh, Nara. Oh, sweet. 19. Okay. And with that sort of, as all of those pillars of different magic slam into the party, you hear the dragon yell, I have prepared for you variables. And with that, all of you failed your saves. Vala, you begin to choke. You cannot breathe and you cannot speak. Uh, Karak is bound to the ground in a cocoon of vines. Chesapeake is polymorphed into a small chicken. Okay. Pahokwi. Yeah? Your, your ancestors turn to bloodlust. They need to see this dragon die and all of his servants and your vision sort of gets a vignette of rage and you go, not only do you immediately enrage but the effects of it are doubled and everyone in this courtyard now looks like a threat oh no uh, even us yeah uh, uh. Leonara, you have the daylight spell cast on you. What does that do? You are glowing daylight. Oh, look at me. I'm sparkly. And, uh, Necro, the bird that you have with your, um, darkness, I believe, is the one that has the breath weapon that the dragon gave it. Yep. 
his eyes turn to that of the dragons and his feathers begin to turn scaled and it attacks your spectral raven and the two of them fly off your shoulders and combat each other you cannot access either of them top 10 top anime betrayal yes <laughs> a darkness no but then necro you call upon your patron you think of the raven queen and as the dragon had said he had prepared for you all she climbs out of the little icy kiss on your forehead and stands tall 50 feet of mist and ice and anger and she says you did not prepare for me yes and she takes both of her hands and clasps them together like she's squishing a fly. And ice sheets run across the courtyard. And these icy veins sliver up and encase dozens, if not half of his force, in ice, shattering them instantly. And with that, she dissipates. Yeah, that's all I can say. All right. Um. Jesus Christ. All that fucking dope shit, and I can't roll initiative worth a fuck. All right, Valo, what's your initiative? Um, it was eight, nine, ten. ten. All right. Um, Nalas. 13. Pahokwi. Uh, 11. Leonara. 5. Necro. 14. It's a pretty, pretty tight little spread you guys got there. <laughs> All right. So, at the top of the initiative order, we have... The sisters, enraged that Chet has fallen, you see them burst from the shadows, uh, and they have crossed nearly the entire courtyard in a span of seconds. They are a blur of speed and rage, and you see them cut down about a dozen of his servants within a blink of two eyes. Next up is Necro. Yes! I'm so ready for this. Because I just picked a new spell that goes really well with the Raven. Uh, so how close are the like the dragon servants to us? Um, the majority of them have been killed. <laughs> uh, a lot of them will die now. Right. Uh, so, But they're probably 100 feet or so away. Perfect. Um, so I want to cast... Uh, Ice Storm. Hell yeah. For my queen. Um, Ice Pound's 20 foot radius, so I guess how many yeah, are in can, a 20 You can just like drop it on a squad of like 20 of them. 20 of them yeah. Hell yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So, squad of 20 of these Dragon Servants. Uh, Ice Storm, let's go. Alright, uh, what's the DC? Uh, 
I literally just saw it. Uh, hold on. Yeah, deck save. And DC is. But it's not my spell save DC, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Uh, that's twelve. Okay. Yeah, they collectively failed it. Roll damage. Fuck. Let's go. Two D eights of bludgeoning damage. Two uh two perfect eights, so that's sixteen bludgeoning damage. Alright. And does it also do cold or ice damage, or is it just bludgeoning? It's just bludgeoning. Uh, it's bludgeoning, and then 19 cold damage. Yikes. So, 16 plus 19, we're looking at 30, 35 damage. Build the wrath! Yeah, so Necro just, like, steps up and just channels his pat, his patron, and she just sort of lets loose a sliver of her magic into him, and he whirls around this sort of fury of a storm that flies off of him and congeals into a cloud and then spreads cold and icy death and just obliterates a score of these beings. Nice. Good shit. Good man. shit. And then I'm just gonna like take my one of my hands like as like the iciness flows off of it and just like blow it away like it's a gun. <laughs> right. Alright, uh, Nautilus. Uh, um, okay. So Chesapeake is a chicken. Um. That is a long distance to cover now. <laughs> yeah. Can I do... Can I do an Arcana check to see if I know the spell that she was affected by? Um, that Vala was? Uh, I was going to say Chesapeake was affected by. Oh, sure. Nope, haven't read that one. That was only a five. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, then I'm just going to pick her up and hold her under one arm and I guess start running towards the dragon as far as I can get. Okay. Uh, the image of Nalos running a dragon <laughs> with a chicken under one arm. It's pretty good. And a lance in the other, mind you. Like, he's going. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, I guess I dropped the lance because I can't really use that well. Uh, not mounted. Okay. Um, so yeah, drop the lance, grab trident in one hand, chicken Chesapeake under the other, and just start running towards the dragon and hoping I come up with a better plan before I have to do anything else. <laughs> okay, so you're able to cover about half of the distance. You're, you're okay. close. You're sort of ahead of the, the army, but not to the dragon. Okay. And that's, uh, that's all I got. Alright, Pahokwi, I need you to make yeah. a wisdom saving throw again. Yes, sir. 
No. Yeah. That's a one. Okay. So you realize you're practically surrounded by these beings. So you just start attacking. Roll to hit. Okay. That's a two. In total? Oh, shit. Hold on. I forgot about all the, like, fucking double bonuses. Yeah, I was going to say. You you hit real good right now. Yeah, hold on. Uh, sick. So, Leonara, you're like, okay, I'm covered in daylight, whatever. And then a big fucking swing comes at you from Pahokwi. You can see he's clearly not himself. His eyes are pitch white, um, and he seems to be frothing at the mouth. Uh, and he buries his weapon into earth before you uh, and takes another swing. Um... Pokey. Yep, rolling the hit. Uh, sixteen. What's your AC, Leonora? Nineteen. Okay. So, with the second blow, you're able to parry it, but it gets a lot closer that time. You realize that your ally is no longer your ally right now. Um, I mean, can I yell something out as a free action? Sure. Guys, he's gone rabid. Help! Zara! Alright. Uh, Vala. Make a con um, save. Oh. 18. Okay. You're able to breathe, but you still can't speak. You're, you can, you're able to, like, just barely get enough air into your lungs that you're not suffocating anymore. But you will not able to speak during this turn. Um. Where is this freaking spell? Is this not a spell? Maybe it's not in my book. Um. So does that mean I can't do spells because they're like more verbal or how does that well, work? So if you look at your spell that you want to cast. Okay. There's um, a bunch of different components to spell casting. And one of the components to spell casting is verbal. So V. If you see the spell you want to cast, you look at the components listed and if it has V in it, you can't cast it right now. Because you can't oh. speak. Damn. Okay, so the one I wanted to cast has a V. All right. Let me... Look at a different one. How far away are we from from the nearest enemy? Um, well, if you don't count Pahokwi, uh, at least 100 feet. All right. And... Alright, um, and Pahokwi is... Maybe ten feet from you. And he's, like, ensnared in some way. Yeah, he's he's clearly not himself. He's actively attacking party members. 
I'm super raging. I mean, bah. <laughs> Yak. Yak. Oh my god, everything requires a, um... Verbal component? A verbal component. Um... Uh, let me look at one last spell. Let's look at sleep. Sleep. Verbal. Okay. Um. Hold person. I think I think I can't do anything. I think. Um, well, look up. Look at your class features, maybe. I don't. Ability to use a disguise kit. Radiant souls. Healing hands. I don't think I have any class features that would help. Um, What's about, the ability you get from your college where you bestow temporary hit points to all your allies? I'm not sure because it's not in my book. Um, I guess just I'll hold my action and then actually like try and figure something out. Okay. So just let me know when you want to interject. Okay. Leonara, you're up. Um, I don't like that Nalus is all alone up there, so I'm gonna um, spend my action to get up there with him. Um, I, I don't want to dash unless he did, because I don't want to go like past him. I just want to get to him. Um, with that... Yeah, I mean, you can easily catch up to him, but um, Pahokwi, you're going to use your reaction to attack the servant that's running away from you. No, Rekha's Audacity. Um, he doesn't get an attack of opportunity against me in my turn because he has not caused damage to me. What? Audacity from being a swashbuckler. Um, and so what I have written down is that uh, there's no again, no attacks of opportunity against me on my turn. Um, That's fucking nuts. I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay, you just slipped past him then. Uh, I want to double check because I'm not sure if he not attacked me in that turn or not caused damage to me in, in that turn. Um, so if you want me to look that up real quick. Well, why don't you do that while we take the next turn and we'll come back to that. Okay. No, unfortunately, Necro, you can't speak for her. You can speak as if you were her, but... Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just trying to see if there was a loophole to help yeah. her out there. No, that'd be sick if you could be like her arcane, like arcane voice, box. voice box. Right? Which is interesting. You could start casting your spells using other characters' voices if you wanted. Alright. Um... Right, so. The dragon acts now. A... Okay, we lost knowledge for a sec. Let's keep moving. So the dragon acts now. He sends his minions out to engage the army of the capital. They're obviously... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So he's going to get an attack of opportunity on you. So we'll resolve that in a minute. Okay. Um, so just, like, roll it up and we'll come back to it. He sends his minions out. They're clearly going to be outnumbered, but he sends them out anyway. And they sort of fan out and start to rush towards the capital's armies. But the dragon is not down and out. He opens his mighty maw and shoots forth a putrid acid beam that just scores through two of the legions and leaves them almost in the dirt. So, what we end up with is like, a, a slightly different situation for what um, the battlefield looks like now. Most of the the army has of his army has been slain, but a lot but what's left is going and attacking uh the army that you guys know. And there is a huge swath of uh the capital's army that has just been completely annihilated. Um and here let me go ahead and post the new update to what the battlefield kind of looks like now. So you can see his armies have moved. A huge score of the capital's armies have been wiped out. Like, nearly two full legions. And then the crossbows twang. There is nearly a hundred crossbowmen on the battlement. And they all fire upon him. And the majority of the crossbows either bounce off of his mighty scales or, you know, get beaten away by the wind, the wind of his wings. But some land their marks, and he clearly takes damage for that. And so he reaches over and just claws at the battlement uh, and... You can see him sending crossbowmen and flying. And, uh... They... They are not looking good. I'm back. Hey. Hey, can I take my turn sometime? Yeah, whenever Never. you want. Okay. Um, I, I've thoroughly researched everything. I cannot do 
anything without my voice. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so you're, you're referring to, like, Mantle of Inspiration, and yeah. it doesn't explicitly state it, but it says you gain the ability to weave a song of fey magic, so that kind of implies that. I'm willing to, in the interest of you not having, I mean, okay, so I choked you out as a bard because I thought it was a nice, really, like, smart way for an opponent to, like, impact you. I did not mean to completely bind your hands here. So, in the interest um, I mean, of... I have a crossbow, which is what I was going to use. <laughs> right. But if you want to use that class ability, I'm in, I'm open to the idea of of the words being used as you are you are projecting a song of the fae, you are not singing a song of the fae. Um so if you'd like to take that interpretation and use it, I'm fine with that. If you want to stick with what's happened and, you know, just take it on the chin and shoot a crossbow bolt at this dragon, I'm also fine with that. Interpretive dance the song of the fae. <laughs> um, so I will do both since Mantle of Inspiration is a bonus action. Okay. Um, I expend one Bardic Inspiration to grant myself a wondrous appearance i'm just so beautiful to look upon that it makes everyone else feel better um i choose a number of creatures i can see who are within 60 feet of you charisma modifier what's my charisma mod oh damn um so everybody gets I guess the four party members closest to me get five temporary hit points. Okay. Everybody but me and Nala's. Yeah. And then um, when you gain the temporary hit points, you can use your reaction to move up to your speed without provo provoking uh, opportunity attacks. Okay. So you guys can move wherever you want, I guess. So... Oh, you get eight temporary hit points, my bad. Nice. Um, I assume I still get the temporary hit points, yep. even though I'm okay. Uh, and I'm letting you do my movement, because I'm raging right. coherently? Okay. So, Pahokwi leaves the party group and charges towards that like 10 soldiers that are off near the stairs. Um, he also never did uh, took his attack of opportunity against me so, as I okay. ran away. You rolled to hit already, right? Yeah. What'd you hit? 14. And that's now. Nope. All right. So, yeah, he definitely took a swipe at you as you left, but it wasn't good enough. Okay, cool, cool. And um, so I am going to crossbow... The dragon, I guess. Hell yeah. Alright. So, my attack bonus, I have plus two written here. Is that right? It should be dex plus your proficiency modifier. Oh, so it should be way more than that. Yeah. 
So three. What's my dexterity? Five. All right, nineteen. That hits him. Cool. One d eight. Hey, getting it in right. First damage on the boss. By a party member, that is. Uh, that's a three. Okay. Cool. All right, he's going to take his reaction to the crossbow bolt, sticking him in the hindquarters, and he's going to whip his tail at one of the at the four sisters. Um. He's going to catch one of them and fling them 30 feet onto the ground. The sister doesn't get up. Right. All right. Has everyone taken their opportunities and their holded actions and whatnot? Okay. So the armies clash, and it's a mighty skirmish. Um, the one side that had been attacked by the breath weapon still, m- like, more than doubles the uh, the number of the servants that, had, that came their direction and takes some losses, but ultimately they overcome and destroy the... Uh, that entire, like, 25 or so remaining soldiers. But the side of the army that you are all at, the one that Nalos and Leonara are pretty much right next to, you see them with brilliant determination and great temperance and discipline just walk over the servants of the dragon, completely routing them and putting them to the earth. Uh... There might be a couple of soldiers lost, but it's a unanimous victory. And so here is, again, the updated battle map. Okay. So it's just the dragon now. His army has been completely wiped out. And you have... Pretty much like seventy percent of the 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 army of yours still with you, but now rushing past all of the party members with a quickness is the vampire, and he rushes across the battlefield in a streak of black light and raises his weapon and bellows a cry in Draconic and digs his weapon deep into the dragon's hide near the base of its tail. Can can I know what he said since I know Draconic? Yes. He says, I speak to you in your filthy lizard tongue. You've taken from me what I loved most and I will take from you by the inch what you need. Okay. And you see him dig his weapon twice deep into the, the the base of the dragon's tail. A vicious bleeding wound uh avails itself. 
initiative resets. Um, those who are paying attention see the wounded sister sort of pull herself up off the ground and disappear into shadows um, and disengage from the fight. Uh, the dome above the keep holds um, and you can see the battlement is filled with, you know, half filled now with crossbowmen rearming themselves and the soldiers prepare to charge the dragon. But it is the three sisters to go first and they leap upon the tail wound that the vampire had left like they were leeches or piranhas in blood-filled water, and they repeatedly strike at the vulnerability exposed, deepening and dampening the wound severely. Next is Necro. Um, how far are we from Black Dragon Daddy? Probably 100 feet. Baller. Um, all right, I'm going to shoot him with an Elgic Blast. All right, roll it out. Make sure you use your bless. Hell yeah. Oh, I got math real quick. Oh, sweet. Um, it's 21. All right, that'll hit. And the second bolt. Ooh, that's a nat 20 plus 24. Now, you don't need to add anything to that, my dude. Hell yeah. So, <clears throat> roll one of your hits, like roll one of your damage, and then maximize the other one. Okay, one sec. So seven on the first one. And then just, it's ten plus, you have Agonizing Blast? Agonizing Blast? Yeah, so it would be twelve. Okay. Also, um... Hold on. Uh, never mind. Oh, wait. So when I, um... Yeah, never mind. Okay. Alright, this dragon's looking pretty hurt, actually. Um, Get him. I mean, he is attacking a castle, but yeah, no, he's hurting. So none of our party members have been really hurt yet, though, right? Not really. Okay. Because I, I was looking at my Raven's Queen blessing. If I get a critical hit with my Eldritch Blast, I can pick myself for an ally within 30 feet of me to gain hit die. Uh, to, to, to expand a hit die to regain hit points. Nice. Nice. Yeah, but I don't think anyone's been hurt, though. True. I don't think so. So next time, you guys want to roll a nat 20. So I'll end my turn. All right. 
Nalos, you're up. Alright. Uh, about how far am I? Uh, you're about 50 feet away, so... 50 feet? Okay. Um... Well, you moved and dashed, right? Yes. So, what's your move speed? Uh, minus 30. Okay, so you're only 40 feet away. Okay. Um... I'm going to... I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. Okay. Uh, That's a 16 to hit? Nope. No? Okay. Uh, I'm going to move my 30 feet closer. Um, And... I'm going to use my action surge. Okay. Uh, and I'll use that extra action to dash and actually make my way in front of the dragon. Okay. So, yeah, you're in front of the dragon now. Uh, and that's all I got. <laughs> okay. Bahukwi. Make yeah. a wisdom save. Yes, sir. Just a sec. Let me do my bless. Nineteen. You break the charm that was on you. You are no longer enraged. You're just regularly raged. So, not double bonuses. But, hey, you can distinguish friend from foe, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd be pretty surprised when everybody turns out to not be those dead things. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, like, had turned and raised your weapon towards Vala when you sort of came out of it. Well, I'm going to kind of, like, look confused and then look to the dragon and immediately go for the dragon. Okay. So, I assume move and dash? Yes. And what's the what's your move speed? 40. Okay, so you're within 20 feet of him. You're able to almost reach him. Okay. Um... I guess that's going to be it, because I can't move 20 more feet. Yep. Alright. Unless you wanted to stop halfway and throw a javelin. Uh, yeah, sure. Alright. Throw a javelin. Yeah, throw a javelin. Um. Hold on. 21. Alright, that hits. Roll damage. Uh, 
right, hey. You guys are chipping him down. All right. Vala, you're up. Make a uh, con save. All right, come on, baby. Fuck, I got a, okay, five. So I will shoot it with a crossbow. Okay. Yeah, let it rip. Um, five, 16. No, I'm afraid that's not good enough. Okay, that is. And you blessed it, right? Hmm? You blessed that shot? No. You didn't roll bless? Did you roll your d4 from Bless? Who casts Bless? We're always we have blessed. it all the time. We bless, We're baby. Forest from Correct, uh, proving himself to the forest. Oh. Okay, found a d4. Uh, what did I say? It was a sixteen. 18. That'll hit. Okay. One damage. All right. Every point counts. It it does. Hell yeah. Because you know, I'm going to put a, I'm going to write it a note. If someone kills this thing by exactly one, we're going to point out to that crossbow shot. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Leonara. Yeah, alright. Um, finally gonna make it up to the dragon and stabity, stabity, stab. Well, you only moved 50 or 30 before. You, I, Yeah, okay, so you da, da, da. so you're 40 feet away so if you moved and then bonus action dashed, you could attack him. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Alright, roll to hit. And, uh, I'm not the only one around, right? I know that Nalos was up there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nalos is standing in front of the dragon. And also the three sisters and the vampire are all also there. Okay, well. Then I will just normally stab him. Oh, maybe not. That's an 11. Nope. Too tired from all that running. I mean, you you know hustle a hundred and twenty feet in like ten seconds. Okay, is that your turn? Yeah, I don't have any actions left. All right, the dragon now acts. He looks down at Nalus, who has put himself clearly in front of him, and he just shakes his head and says, "I will save you for last, Triton." Watch your friends die. And with that, he turns and breath weapons the sisters and the vampire and Leonara. Leonara, make a 
dex save. Ooh, okay, I'm good at this. No, I rolled in that one. You're usually good no. at this. What's your max HP? 55. Uh, I don't like that sound. Remember, I have the mantle on if it does anything. You take Don't 53 points of damage. Temporary hit points. Yes. Ah. All right, so outside of the temporary hit points, you have one hit point. Okay, well. So, wait, you take the temp hit points first. So how much temp did you yes. get? Eight. So you have, you have nine hit points. Oh. Um, the vampire takes it like a champ. The sisters dodge, and uh, one of them doesn't seem to take the dodge too well and is grievously wounded. The dragon then raises his claws up and uh, moves to another part of the garrison so I guess if you guys want to take a tax opportunity you, you can yeah <gasps> natural 20 alright um, is he in range for an attack for me yeah let's say he moves past pretty much everybody that's in melee okay that's a five. I'm not rolling good. Um, I would have done 11 damage then. Okay. And Pahukui? Uh, I rolled hit with 20. Yep, roll damage. Twelve. Alright. Alright, he's gonna react to Pahokui's hit and whap you with his tail. Okay. A twenty I think hits you. Yes. You take twenty three damage. Okay. There goes my temp hit points. This mighty trunk of of scale and muscle slams you. So it was uh, twenty three. Yep. And uh, here is the most recent version of the battle map. I oof as a reaction. Yep, he's cleared out a score and like two legions of soldiers fall. Some of them on the castle wall that he claws off and destroys part of the wall. Part that he just slams his mighty claws down uh, on the ground. Um, he is sending soldiers flying, but they are not afeared. 
and those who live charge on. Because it's the army's turn. The army brings itself to bear. The crossbowmen on the other side of the wall that have not been attacked whatsoever lose another volley and deal some, 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 some noteworthy damage. And then the army that was just attacked sort of come in uh, and do what they can. But with their mostly dwindled numbers, the majority of what they will do is hinder his movement. And the most impressive thing that occurs is the mostly survived uh, sorry, hold on. The group that sort of routed the majority of his army have followed through, and they have boxed the dragon in. He is now locked into this side of the uh, area and will not be able to escape the army's charge next turn and you all won't be able to won't have to keep chasing him down anymore until he plows through the army but with that the round resets one of the sisters passes away the one that took the, the breath weapon that did not dodge does not get up and evacuate the battlefield but the oh. other two that were wounded do. The um, vampire does not does not let up. In fact, he doubles down. And he stands, he climbs up and stands on the, the dragon's tail and screams in bloody rage and slams his weapon twice more into the tail wound. and dealing some substantial damage, severs the dragon's tail. Everybody get your carbs. <laughs> Damn it. To this, the dragon yowls and, and screeches in draconic uh, curses, just nonsense, mm -hmm. and damns him to hell. To which the vampire probably blurts out some, you know, sweet one line, but I didn't think of one, so don't worry about it. The initiative resets. The sisters have all either perished or disengaged from the fight. So first up is Necro. Uh, would you say he's still about like 100 feet away? I would say maybe less, maybe closer to 80 feet away. See. Okay, so I'm gonna cast uh, use one of my cantrips, uh, chill chut, chill tut. Okay, okay. Just in case he tries to get some fucking hit points back, um, cast a ghostly skeletal hand, hit the creature. Uh, takes 1d8 necrotic damage and can't regain hit points until the start of my next. Alright, roll to hit. 
23. Yeah, man. Roll damage. Fuck. Yeah, this dragon can eat my crow ass. <laughs> I mean, you've seen him slay like 200 men today already. <laughs> no, <laughs> no fucks. Yeah, but did a god seconds. come out of his head? Alright. Okay. Okay. Uh, seven damage. Alright. So this, like, just ghost hand is just clinging to him. Yeah. Just, like, slides up under one scale and he gets, like, a shiver in his spine. He's like, ooh, that's unpleasant. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and I'll end my turn since I can't do anything else. Okay. Nalos. Alright. Uh, I'll move however much I need to to, to catch back up. Yep. Uh, and I will stab at him twice with my trident. Alright. Uh, is this a crystal trident 22. or is it just your lance crystal? Only my lance is crystal. Okay. I wasn't that rich back then. Right. Alright, so what were your hits? Uh, that's a 22 on the first one. Okay. And a 25 on the second. Alright, roll damage for both. That is... 10 on the first one and 11 on the second. So 21 total. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to make him my um, unwavering mark. Um, right. Attacking a creature marks them. They have disadvantage attacking anyone other than me. Okay. He is going uh, to... So, sorry, good. Uh, and I'm just going to say in Draconic, um, I, I will see no other friends die today. He's sort of narrow his eyes. He's going to take his reaction. And he just mm -hmm. bellows, watch, and he slams his claws towards you. Uh, okay. And shatters your trident to splinters. Oh. Oof. It's going to be an oof for me, dog. <laughs> okay. Yep. I was expecting him to hit me. I was like, that's fine. I'll just use shield. Uh, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I won't. <laughs> yeah, he dealt like 30 damage to your trident. Yep, that's that's probably gone. Alright, Pahokwi. Yes. You gonna do the oh. thing? Yeah, I'm gonna do the thing. Uh, how far away from me is he now? Probably 20 feet. Maybe even okay. less than that. All right, and his tail is severed. Yes. Okay. Um, what side of him am I on? Like, let's say his left hind. Like, you're somewhat near his left thigh. Overall. Okay. Um, I'm going to move up to him and go for an upward strike, like an underhanded upward swing, followed by a downward strike at that part of the leg that's like the connecting part. Okay, like the in between tendons. the thigh oh, okay. and the belly. Yikes. That, 
Yeah, that uncomfortable sounding part right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I'm going to do both of my rolls. Sort of groin crevice? Yes. Youch. All right, roll damage. Or, uh, sorry, 23 for the first one. Okay. And 20 for the second. All right. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, 14 for the first one. No, 15 for that. I forgot to add my bless die. I just rolled. Okay. Okay. Thirteen for the second. All right, nice. Yeah, he's looking pretty hurt, guys. Not gonna, not gonna lie. He's gonna put him down. Next, Vala, con save. All right. 17 that'll break it are you just telling me that so i'm not sad no <laughs> the dc has <laughs> gone down every round okay um how surrounded how hmm. okay i think i know what i'm gonna cast i think i'm gonna cast either shatter or Thunder Wave. Well, Thunder Wave is focused on you, isn't it? Yes, and I'm fairly far away. I'm like, what, 60 feet or something? Uh, like 80 feet, yeah. All right, then I'll look at Shattered. <laughs> also, ow. How and... close are you to the dragon? <laughs> like, being smushed by him? Well, 20 feet. Ow. But she's like 100 feet away from you. Yeah. Um. But I can make a 10-foot radius sphere. I mean, the dragon's, like, huge. Yeah, yeah. So. You could just shatter, like, near him and definitely hit him and not any of your allies. Yeah. So the range is 60 feet on shatter, so I'm going to move up 20 feet. Okay. Um, to bring me into range. Yep. And I'm going to cast this at max level. Third. Nice. <sighs> Fuck. What's the DC? Um, my spell save DC is 14. You fucking beefed it. God damn it. Yeah, roll, fucking lay into him, man. You got him. <laughs> All right, four. Reasons. Okay, so it's just four D8. Hold on, I just have to find the dice. 
Bazelon D8. Hmm. Oh, and um, as a bonus action, I guess I'm kind of doing this after the fact, but um, I'd like to activate my Radiant Souls sure. thing. And that gives me um, an extra D4 of um, radiant. radiant damage. A little late, but yeah, it's fine. Okay. Four. Ten. Twenty-one. Okay, nice. And that's my turn. All right. <coughs> Leonara. Ow. <laughs> um, I don't think I have any potions or anything. Um, down to nine hit points. Uh, I can disengage and not... Provoke an attack of opportunity, right? You're not provoking attacks of opportunity anyway. You're 20 feet away from them. Okay. Um. Yeah, I really don't want to go up and stab him. I want to get a, get out of the way and stop bleeding so much before I try to do anything else. Um. So I guess I'm going to kind of like cowardly run back to the group, limping. All right. So you're back towards where Necro and Leonor or uh, Vala are. Okay. I was like, guys, ow, please. All right. The dragon sort of spreads his wings and cries enough and makes a series of attacks. Uh, He attacks Pahokwi three times. Attacks who? He's still glowing. Yeah, you are still afflicted with daylight. Okay, I can't roll to get rid of it. Nope. Who is he attacking? Pahokwi. Okay. He has disadvantage. I know. Okay. All right. Well, that's a 20, a 20, and a 19. All three hit? All right. His first claw is going to deal 14 damage. The second claw... Is going to deal 25 damage. Are you still standing? Hold on. Quick math. Yeah. All right. And then his wing beat. That's another 20 damage. Um, that is more hit points than I have. But, so you're down then? Yeah, um, that's three more hit points than I have, so I'm down. Yeah, okay. You're unconscious. And then he is going to breath weapon, uh, let's see, who else is in the fight right now? Oh, yeah, he's going to breath weapon a slew of the army. That sucks. All 
so he's gonna just shoot a weapon. Destroy a slew of them and knock down Pahokwi. Um Yep. I forgot about this part of my unwavering mark. You can't without a melee weapon? Well, no, no, no. I that I already made that. But uh so I can make an opportunity attack with advantage when it does attack somebody other than me. Oh, okay. Uh, but I don't have a weapon, so I guess I'm just going to punch him. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, you kill this dragon with a punch, I'll be a fucking amazed. So... Uh, are you considered proficient unarmed? Uh, Is that only monks? Let's just say you are for the sake of it. Okay. Uh, then that's a 21 to hit. Alright. Uh, and unarmed attacks are just 1 plus strength, so 4 damage. Alright. You would have hit it without proficiency anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Alright, it's going to use some legendary actions now. That sucks. <laughs> it is going to billow its wings and knock back almost every of the soldiers in the area. Uh but not Nalus. He's aimed away from you. He's completely ignoring you. But, now that he has done that, he's down Pahokwi, you've already taken your reaction, and he's knocked down all the soldiers. He is going to chase Leonara, and now he is just in front of the party. So that's Vala and I as well. Yep. Motherfucker. Alright. Damn. <clears throat> the initiative resets, uh, but before it does, the soldiers act. The soldiers have been knocked down, but they're soldiers. They're trained. And they immediately reapply the pressure. And this time they're able to attack and do. You see an array of spears thrown and, and blades swung, and the beast takes substantial more damage from the army. This, it, it's not looking well. It's definitely desperate. It has blood on its face, and it's leaving a streak in its wake from its bloody stump of a tail. Uh, it's there's this is a bloodbath at this point to be sure. So that's the most recent update to the battle. All right. So. All right. <clears throat> the initiative resets. Necro, there's a dragon in front of you. What do? Hell yeah. 
uh, I want to give it like just like like a stare, and it's like I'm coming for you. And I wanna I wanna cast uh, another spell, new spell uh, called Blight. Oh shit! <laughs> so, uh, needs to make a Constitution, but I have a feeling I know what you're gonna do. What's the DC? Thirteen. All right, he makes that. Fuck. So, it's just half the damage that since he succeeds. Okay, so roll it so out. So roll it out. So one, so four d eights. Nice. Jesus. If I remember right, blight like if this was like a wooded area, it would just like kill all the plant life in the area. Sixteen damage. Alright, nice. I was tempted to do Ice Storm, but I feel like I would hurt everyone else. No, you could have cast that on him if you wanted. Wanted? Ah, balls. No, I know for next. Yes, you do. Because remember, he's so big, you know? Like, that 20-foot radius drops on him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what? You're just... Just you are in an ice storm that's personally Feel the icy wrath of Yas Queen. <laughs> uh, I'll get him next time, but I can't cast no more spells. Right. That's all at my turn. Okay. Nalos, you're up. Um. All right. So he's moved quite a ways from me, right? Yes. Uh. You do see that Pahokwi has been down, though. Yeah. Um, I thought as a free act. <laughs> um, I'll run to Pahokwi, use my healer's kit as an action okay. to stabilize him. Yep, he is stable at one hit point. Okay. Um, and then I'll continue as far as I can get, so... I can move 30 feet total. It's probably, what, like 10 feet to get to Pahokwi, and then another 20? Yeah. All right. All right. That's all I got. Pahokwi, you are stabilized. Good job. Uh, okay. Vala. Yes. What's the move? How far away am I from the dragon? Ten feet. Ten feet. Shit. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Yeah. Okay. Since I'm already so goddamn close. Where's Thunder? Th- thunder Smite? Thorn... Where's Thunderwave? Thunder Thunder Smite? And that's where Uh Thunderwave is under first level spells. I don't understand how this Okay, I'm just gonna look it up.
I know we're coming up on nine right now, but we'll we'll this will be over soon. Okay. How many creatures are within a fifteen of me? Um. Well, your party members and the dragon. But my party members are, they're not like spread out a little bit around the dragon there. No, they're pretty much all next to you. If you go 15 yeah, feet in every other direction, except for like right next to you where the party members are, it's kind of all just dragon. He approached where you, um, Necro, have been slinging spells from. Okay. Um... I'm going to cast Shatter again. Okay. Uh, so he has to roll against uh, the 14 DC. Yeah. Lay into him, man. He beefed it again. Um, I rolled a 21 again, weirdly. All right. And um, for my bonus action, um, I'm going to use um, Mantle of Majesty, which I don't okay. think I've ever used before. Um, as a bonus action, you can cast Command without expending a spell slot. Okay. And you take on appearance of unearthly beauty for one minute until your concentration ends. Um, any creatures charming? So it needs to roll a. Where is coming? I know I pulled it up. Okay. So, I'm going to command, they, they like, suggest a couple common commands, and one of them is grovel, so that's what I'm going to command. Okay. And it's a wisdom saving throw? Um, yes. And it's DC 13 or 14? 14. Yeah, he'll pass that. Yeah, I figured. Okay. All right. Good attempt. Oh, and um, I'd like to back up um, 15 feet. Okay. He's going to take his reaction to attack you. Oh, I would incur an attack of opportunity? Yeah, you're within his reach. Oh, okay. I guess 10 feet is reach for a dragon. Um, then I guess I will stay still. <laughs> okay. All right. Next up, Leonara, the dragon has come to you. Yep. Um, seems like my friends aren't going to be able to, to help me out, so I guess I'm just going to muster all of the strength that I have and um, move forward. Can I move forward enough or is it far enough away where um i get that rakish audacity uh no because you're too 
illuminated to take him off guard. He's always kind of aware of where you are because you're so bright. No, I don't. I don't care about him knowing where I am. Um, but it's more of just like I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to be thematic when I tell you that you're not going to get advantage to sneak attack him. Okay, that's fine. All right. Well, then I will weakly stabity stab at him. Okay. All right. At least now I'm rolling good. Twenty-two. Yep, that'll hit. Roll damage. Oh, I dropped my D8. Ah, sweet. Max damage of 12. Alright. Okay. This thing is not looking good. Me neither. Well, it is its turn now. <clears throat> I'm in danger. Well, you aren't, but everyone else is. Currently. <laughs> it is going to make several attacks. Uh, it is going to attack Necro. 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 What's your AC? What's your AC? 15. Yikes. All right. You take two claw attacks. One will hit you for 20, and the other hit you 13, so 33 damage. Uh, so I'm guessing that Raven Queen trick was a one-off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> How are you looking? I'm still alive. All right. But barely. Well, then he's going to give you another... He's going to give you another claw. Um, I assume I'm not raging anymore, right? No, you're... Because I went uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that third claw is also going to hit. That's not a natural 20. Yikes! 28 damage. Oh, fuck! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's more hit points than I got. Alright, Necro hits, Necro the, hits the, dirt. the dirt. Wow, I was talking such mad shit and laying the hurt on Well, you did lay the hurt on him. So you, you laid the hurt um, on him so bad he came over and gave you a talking to. And speaking of talking, he's going to use a legendary action to breath weapon and hit Vala. Make a deck oh. save. Oh, that's not going to be good enough. Uh, 14? Nope, it's a full hit. Ouch. Alright, that's uh, 47 damage. Um, okay. Wow. Yikes. Ow. And also, he blew a hole in the castle wall. I have four more health. Okay. Well, it's a good thing that's the end of his turn. That would have killed Chesapeake. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this would have killed Chesapeake. <laughs> that right there, gone. Right. I'm so glad she's a chicken right now. Fucking, like, Super Smash Bros. Beam of Light meme. Just... <laughs> Alright, the armies go. 
The armies attack the beast. It did not move from them, and they are fully set to the to charge and do. But the last maybe 20% of the starting standing army of Felwyn's capital city's forces, they plunge their weapons into the into the great dragon and deal massive damage to it, bringing it low. So much so that it falls to the earth and pleads for mercy. Necro. Necro. Make a dig. Make, make, make a death saving throw. Death saving throw. Do I add anything to that? Nothing. 13. That's one success. Ferda! Term two more of those and you won't die. Does anyone want to try and stabilize him? Anyone want to give me mouth to mouth? Yikes. Uh, it has to be their turn, right? We're not really on initiative anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So You're the best. So, are you going to magically heal him or give me a medicine check or something? Yeah, um, I will do healing hands. Okay. So and... you stabilize him. Yeah, I don't get to heal him. That's just stabilizing. Um, no, you can heal him. It just if you do any more healing than one point, it's not like he'll wake up. But he'll still like when he wakes up, he'll have those healed points. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Seven points, my dude. All right. All right. Thank you. So Necro, you're still tapped out, but hey, not on death's door anymore. So that's nice. Welcome to the club, bud. So something um, happened. So good. What happened? I, I think I missed something. But what happened to the uh, Lord Cutane, the vampire? Um, he was pretty much about to attack the dragon again when ah okay when it pled for mercy. Um, but Leon uh, Vala stabilizes Necro, and then a swirling vortex of magical energy cyclones down from the dome as the dome dissipates, and it centers on. Chet's clothes and his bones begin to rise and reattach to one another. And there again, in full, stands Chet. Fucking knew it. And he answers the dragon's pleads for mercy as he steps down steps down the stairs directly to the dragon. Mercy. Mercy. Mercy, like when you killed that boy to try and test my metal. When I killed myself and brought myself back to life, would you not think for a moment that that was the first gate that I overcame as the wizard I am to undo the binds of death and undeath? This is not a problem for me. And you have tested me, and I hope you've learned to never do so again. You've slain my people, you have harmed my champions, and you've killed my confidant. You will die in a way that no one will miss. And with that, he raises a palm and a small ball of black magic forms. The size of a small glass marble. And it flies over and touches the center of the dragon and like a sort of gravitational field sucks the matter 
of the dragon into the marble until there is nothing left. And then it dissipates. And Chet falls to a knee, exhausted and exasperated by reanimating himself from the dead. What does the party do? Um, am, am I, I uh, unconscious, but at one? I was going to say, all the people who are downed are stable at least, right? Yeah, so you guys could go around and wake them if you wanted, but they're currently unconscious. Yeah, I'm just uh, unconscious. I'm just going to sit down, because I hurt a lot. I'm going to go up to Chet. Uh, help him to his feet. And ask, is it, is it over? Is he really gone? He looks to you and says, with a, with a smile, the only way that a skeleton can smile, and say, yes, Nalos. That dragon will never know existence again in any form. I promise you. So where is Nalos's sister in all of this? Uh... Well, you need to find her. Oh, are you asking Chet that? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was asking you the DM. Oh, okay. Um, you, you guys don't know. Um, but uh, if you ask Chet, he might be able to enlighten. I, looking around, I don't see her, and I'm concerned. And so um, I will ask Chet. I sent uh, her... Where, um, where his sister is. He nods and says, I sent her somewhere safe. She is... In the dungeon, in one of the cells. I imagine she will be unwell, but alive. I see you all still stand in some shamble or another. Uh, Yeah. Yep. We, We made it through, even if just barely. I'll take a moment to go over and wake Pahokwi from where he is and help him up and back over to everybody else. Alright. Uh, the two living sisters come out, out of the shadows and help you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that it's the one with the teal eyes and the one with the aquamarine eyes. Um, I'm going to... Uh... Tell them that I'm I'm sorry for their loss. You can see that they've recently been crying, if they aren't actively. Yeah. Chet sort of weakly stands up. His shoulder, his shoulders, shoulders, probably riddled with grief. But I meant to say his soldiers, looking for what the next order is. What now? And so Chet stands before you all, and gestures to you all, and says. We have made it through today, through your metal, your steel, and your bravery. Not many of us survived today, but a grave threat will no longer be one. Rest, no peace, see your families. I must retire. 
I will set things straight. And I will do what I can to help with the loss of so many. But give me a day. And with that, he sort of turns and leaves to the castle. A sort of somber, but up, but positive spin on how horrific today has been. A victory, for sure, for everyone. But not a free one. And that will sit with you for days. I've been your host and dungeon master, Kenny. It's been my privilege to have this night with you. Thank you for joining us. So we have our party of our rogue. Well, I'm Elise. I play Leonara. I will see you next time. Our barbarian. Hey guys, this is Pahokwe. And uh, first off, how dare you, Kenny? Second off, see you guys. Our warlock. Hey, it's your boy. Still on the ground. See you next week. Our bard. It's Lauren. It's been fun. Made it through. And our fighter. Hey, everyone. This has been Nick Asnalos. Thanks for listening. Good night.